For those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who fulfilled all the commandments perfectly, even the one to honor your father and mother, my beloved. I just happened this morning, early in the morning, to be reading the first page of the Milwaukee Journal. Any of you get it? Don't always read it. After she first learned that her cancer was terminal, Heather McNanamy knew that her young daughter, Brianna, faced many future Mother's Days without her mom. So the West Alice, Alice native wrote cards for Bree for future occasions when Heather wanted to be with her daughter in spirit, if not in the flesh. For her first day of elementary school, for her 13th birthday, for the day a pet dies, the day Bree starts high school, the day she gets her driver's license, graduation day, the day she gets married, even the day in the distant future that her daughter retires. For a bad day, a sick day, a kick-some-butt day. Before Heather died last December, she wrote nearly 80 cards for Brianna with words of motherly love and encouragement trusting her husband, Jeff, to offer them to Bree at the right time so that she could, if you have a few gray hairs on your head, you know, can you remember way back uh, in the 50s, black and white TV show, I Remember Mama? This was so that uh, Brianna could remember her mom. Her mom wrote some letters. Well, the Holy Spirit, through divine inspiration out of great love for us, also wrote a whole lot of love letters in Holy Scripture. And this morning we listen to the Holy Spirit as he helps us to remember Mama, some of the great matriarchs of Holy Scripture that set an example for mothers today. First of all, I remember Eve, the very first mother. She was the mother who, because of sin in the garden, was sobered by God's word when he spoke one of those consequences of disobedience to God. I will greatly increase your pains in childbearing. With pain you will give birth to children. Believe it or not, there is no such thing as painless childbirth. But then Eve also experienced great joy after nine months of pregnancy to give birth, birth to her firstborn. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later in her life, her joy turned into horror and sorrow and grief when she learned that her son Cain killed her son Abel. And so was recorded the first fratricide of history. Scripture tells us that her husband, Adam, lived to be 930 years old. And just think about it. If his wife lived as long as he did and 450 years was middle age, just imagine how many children Eve had. 
And then I remember the nameless mother of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Noah's wife is not mentioned by name in Holy Scripture, but she was a mother who had to continue the human race after humanity was annihilated by the universal flood. Now, I don't know if any of you wives out there would uh, dare to consider going on a two-week fishing trip with your husband, how that would be. But just think, Noah's wife was on that ark for a whole year. She was a woman of commitment and courage to be laughed at as her husband built a ship on dry ground for 120 years and cared for those animals in that smelly place until the waters receded. And I remember Sarah, the mother of Isaac, who gave birth to a son her only child at the age of 90. At first she doubted and she laughed at God's prediction. But her doubts were erased when Isaac was born and she witnessed the miraculous mighty hand of her God do the supernatural. And so she confessed at the birth of her son, God has brought me laughter and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah Sarah would nurse children, yet I have borne him a son in his old age. And I remember Rebecca, the first matriarch to bear twins, Jacob and Esau. Uh, Rebecca was a most caring and kind person because uh, when Abraham sent a a servant up to uh, visit Rebecca's home way up north, and... um, He brought his whole caravan along. It was Rebecca who met him at the well and not only offered to water his camels, but the whole caravan. And that was back in the days when those wells, you know, they gave forth just a little trickle of water. Later on in life, though, Rebecca was also a doubter and a schemer. And when it looked as though her husband Esau, it looked as though her son Esau was going to receive the family blessing from her husband Isaac, She disguised disguised Jacob so that he received the blessing instead. And I remember Leah, the mother of Judah. Actually, she had six sons and one daughter by her husband Jacob. And Leah always felt bad during her married life because Jacob, her husband, always liked uh, and loved the other wife, Rachel, more than Leah. And so it was that God put his disapproval on polygamy because God's ideal for marriage is the same that it was in the Garden of Eden, one man and one woman for all of life. And so that's why Leah, Jacob's first wife, became the mother of Judah, the great, great, great grandfather of Jesus. And I remember Jochebed, the mother of Moses. (coughs) When Moses was born, the king of Egypt was trying to kill all the Israelite infant boys to keep the population down. And so it was with tremendous fear and horror and courage that she hid her son at home for three months. And after that, she wove a floating basket, floated it out there in the Nile River. 
sent her uh, daughter Miriam along to see where it would end up. And lo and behold, by God's grace, it ended up uh, coming up to Pharaoh's daughter on the banks of the Nile River. And she took it as her son, but said, I can't nurse this child. Oh, Miriam, would you find an Israelite lady to nurse this child? And of course, she took Moses back to her own mother, where she taught him about the Lord until he was old enough to move into Pharaoh's palace. And I remember Hannah, the mother of Samuel, who had no children and couldn't have children. And so she took her great concern to the Lord in prayer and said, Lord, if you will give me a son, I will give him back to you and dedicate him to you for his whole life. And she became pregnant. And at the age of about three years old, she took her little son Samuel 15 miles to the north to the the tabernacle priest, dedicated him to the Lord and left him there. But every year she visited him and brought him a little robe to wear. Later on, Samuel became a prophet and a priest for the Lord. In fact, it was Samuel who later anointed a little shepherd boy to be the next king of Israel. And I remember Bathsheba, the wife of Solomon, the mother of Solomon, She was the one who was seduced by King David to commit adultery, and so she became pregnant. As a consequence of that adulterous situation, God caused her first child to die, and that caused Bathsheba heartache. God blessed her with another son, Solomon, who became the wisest and the richest king the world has ever known, and another great-great-great-grandfather of Jesus. And I remember Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, cousin of Jesus, who also witnessed the miraculous mighty hand of God because she was barren too and way past uh, uh, menopause. And she had no children. And yet by the miracle of God, she gave birth to Jesus' cousin John, who would be the forerunner of the Savior. It's kind of interesting too, as Elizabeth was pregnant and Mary came to visit her cousin Elizabeth, And um, kind of interesting, uh, Elizabeth said, As soon as the sound of your greeting, Mary, reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. So who said babies can't believe? And I remember Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus. She was that faithful person who believed all the promises of the angel. She was courageous to withstand all of those sinful whispers of people who said, oh, she's pregnant out of wedlock. And she was witness to the miraculous when she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, with Joseph as the only midwife. And how strong she was to endure the dirt and the smell of the barn as her only hospital room. So there you have it, all those mothers, so different in their experiences of joy and horror, of sorrow and courage, of commitment and caring, and of twins, all so different, yet all the same. They all recognized that they were sinners, 
And without the forgiveness of their gracious God, they would be lost. And they were all believers. They confessed their faith in their words and their actions, and they prayed. Even Mary praised the Lord. She said, my soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Eve, Noah's wife, Sarah, Rebecca, Leah, Jochebed, Hannah, Bathsheba, Elizabeth, Mary. And down to the very last one, you'll see them all in heaven. I remember Mama. What do you remember about your mother? Her meals? Her special recipes that uh, when she made them filled the house with good smells? Her tender touch? Her smiles of encouragement? The little things that she did for you, which in reality were the biggest and most important things of your life. It's time to thank God for your mother because she brought you into the world. Now, maybe for some of you, you didn't have such a good mom. Maybe for some of you, you sort of had to grow up on your own. If you had a mom which really wasn't a very good mom, then perhaps today it's time to forgive. And still to remember that God used her to bring you into the world. I don't think there's any better way to end this morning than uh, to take a look at a few verses from God's word that speaks directly to the subject of moms. Proverbs. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Psalm 51. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Isaiah 66. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. John 19. Dear woman, here is your son, here is your mother. Isaiah 49. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. I remember mama. I remember mother. And I thank God for her. God's gracious gift to you, God's gracious gift to me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. Each week, as we speak the words of our faith in the creed, we mention one woman by name, Mary, the mother of our Lord. On this Mother's Day, we remember her role in bringing about God's plan of salvation for us. We sing the stanza of For All the Faithful Women that is about the Virgin Mary and then speak together the Apostles' Creed.
friend together. I believe God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time now to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 